Welcome to Miami Valley Church and happy Resurrection Sunday that we celebrate the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, our King. My name is Pastor Jed and I hope that you are surrounded by family and friends and loved ones today as we celebrate together. Listen to the word of the Lord, Isaiah 43, I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's Creator, your King. This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together. And there they lay, never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and the owls, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. Holy Father, almighty sovereign God, God, we just come before you today and we acknowledge who you are. You are provider. You are protector. You are defender. And you are above any other. There is none like you. Lord, you are sovereign. You are all-knowing. You are everlasting. You are creator. And God, we just join in with all of heaven and praise your holy name. All honor belongs to you, God. You are worthy of it all. We thank you for what you've done. We thank you for this opportunity right now that we get to praise you. It is in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Hey, last week we got to celebrate and experience the Lord doing a new thing. And uh, during our time together, uh, people got up to, to, to share what the Lord had showed them that day. And one person got up to share and they, they shared about how they had just lost a loved one and st how stepping into community like they experienced on Sunday, how that was just so important to them and what a blessing it was for them. One person got up and uh, she shared John 3.16 and actually it ended up being uh, translated in three different languages that day and it was so beautiful to hear God's word in three different languages. But she shared how God had just showed her a picture of what heaven was going to look like one day. And she shared uh, that he came uh, for all people, right? Not just uh, one certain uh, group of people or, or people who look uh, a certain way, but that he came for all the nations. Uh, one of the young men in our community of faith got up and he shared that this was a moment in the life of Miami Valley Church. So this was a, a, a pillar monument that we need to capture and to to look back on years from now 
and how God uh, has been moving and how he moved on that day. And so people got up and shared what God was showing them. Uh, and we, we um, there were so many people that said, hey, I, I wish I could have got up, uh, whether we uh, ran out of time or I just didn't have the words to say at what God was showing us that day. And so we have captured uh, some of that and uh, we want to be able to look back on that years to come from now. So would you check out how God spoke to people that day and what he showed them? Check this out with me. Yeah. Uh, first of all, she was happy because uh, the pastor guy invited he invited us uh, to share and to 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 worship with other people. So she was uh, happy for that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, second, she didn't know where we was going. She just knew that uh, we was just going to meet some people. And when she got there, she saw beautiful people, and uh, she saw that uh, we were all we were all there because of one thing to worship. And uh, she's glad for that. Because of where we were setting at, I got the privilege of watching Lydia going up to the singers, not trying to get their attention, just in awe of what they were singing <laughs> and just staring yeah. up at them. And I was able to capture that. And I just, that is what Jesus was talking about, to have that love as a child. And it just really showed, because she didn't interrupt them or anything. She was just in awe. And I thought, that's true love. I mean, that's that what God's talking about. Mm-hmm. Just being able, and I forget Ezekiel's wife's name or how to pronounce it, but um, she just like came up to us instantaneously and um, gave us this the biggest hug that I have ever experienced. And she would not let me go <laughs> for a long time. Um, but it just kind of made me feel like it doesn't matter if we don't speak the same language, like love is universal. It's and and God is love. And it's just like the fact that they're able to just embrace us and um, just to show God's love in that way. Um, and I think someone had mentioned it earlier, just how we're like kind of frozen uh, in our culture, but in their culture, there's just, they're just so open and welcoming and loving and, um, so for us to just kind of break those walls and barriers down and just, yeah, and be able to, to love one another. Uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes within myself, I will still uh, doubt the gospel because I, I haven't reached to the, I think myself, I haven't reached to the point where I'm truly, truly in, in Christ. So sometimes I will, I will doubt it and, uh, really think of other opinions but uh when i was there on sunday i really uh felt the presence of the lord within the the house and then i saw the way people are close together people are worshiping together people are being led by the holy spirit to do one thing they don't even speak the same language they don't 
even as we don't speak the same language, we don't have the same cultures within, but uh, we are all doing one thing together. I really felt that there was peace there, uh, which the world is missing. Uh, there's so many, so many things going on in the world right now, and uh, everything is just out here to divide us. But uh, when I felt the the peace that we had, uh, I just I, I was just overwhelmed with joy because I was like. There's no way the gospel cannot be the truth because look at what it's doing. It's it's bringing people together while outside of the gospel, everything else is destroying people's life and not bringing anybody together. Yeah, there, there, there is, there, it's, it's a spirit of just uh, being completely at ease with each other. Uh, and in, in groups of, of, of people who just want to have the Lord in common uh, and all of the, everything else it just it just doesn't matter and when you're in a crowd like that and it's happened just a couple of times in my life uh, it is just amazing you're not worried about bumping into somebody or somebody getting upset uh, that just isn't there it is just not there. Uh, just that common uh, love for people. You know, you are you just love being there, and 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 you just enjoy everybody around you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, on Sunday. Yeah. On Sunday. Abantu bama baratandukanye imvugo zitandukanye tutumvikana ariko nyine imana ikabishira ku murongo mwiza ururimi tuvuga n'abasobanura n'ibiki ni igifaransa cyongereza ururimi rw'iwacu byose tukabihuriza hamwe tukabikoresha kandi byose bikagenda neza kandi bigahesha imana icyubahiro she said she was uh, she was overwhelmed by the presence of everyone on Sunday there, different people, different backgrounds, different cultures, different languages, but God was able to use that uh, by using translators from both sides. So God was able to use that to glory, to, to, for, to, glor to glorify him. So I think that like, even just, there, not even just like our connections with them, but just like our connections with each other and just how everyone was showing like this familial love that like just went past you know acquaintances or friends or people attending the same event like it was truly like family like people didn't even know whose family was who just it hit me two years ago i had no idea that any of them existed <laughs> like i had no clue that all like all these refugees i, I had no idea that they were all like right here in our community and just hearing some of them talk, and, I, and I've gotten a chance to hear some of their stories and, and the, some of the situations that they've mm -hmm. come from, and I'm like, man, I, I wish more people could hear that. I, I really wish, I wish everybody could, could just hear their stories. And, and I feel like with all the division, that is in the church today i mean mm -hmm. we would really do well just to put things in perspective just to just to hear what these people came from i was trying to just mimic the words not that i knew what i was saying 
And I think he saw that I was trying to mimic the word as I heard it. And he said, oh, that means Holy Spirit rained down, Holy Spirit rained down on us, rained down on us. And so I repeated it phonetically pretty much how I had heard it. And he went, oh yes, that's how it said, that's how it said. And I said, oh good, good, good. And um, then he came to me afterwards and he said, I have been in US for one month. And I said, really? He said, yes. And I said, did you bring your family? Because I didn't realize I'd already met his family. Yeah. And he said, oh, they've been here for three years. I said, without you for three years. And he said, oh, yes. And his wife came over and I said, Janine, <clears throat> this is your husband, John. And he went on to talk to other people. But um, I just told her, I said, I just want you to know that what I see in you a mother, I don't even know how many kids they have, but there was like four or five at the table, I'm not sure they were all theirs, but, who came to this country with her children, without her husband, and lived here for three years, raising her children by herself without her husband. Now, I realize that in our culture, there are many, many women who raise children without husbands. There are some husbands or fathers who raise children without mothers, but to do it in a country so unlike what you're used to. And she said, yes, it was very hard. She said, it was scary at times. And I said, well, I can only imagine but she said, but Jesus. And I said, yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Chani chani tu kuhuye tura mazina matere watando kanya changu se abanu watando kanya kuma kuma kacha ya abuchangu se kushusha ya abu bituma bihumuni baraga chani kumenyako donke gukuri kirima na taribi binawa bichoz. And uh, she 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 reading. Uh, she really likes the idea of us uh, meeting with you guys because uh, it shows her that uh, we are doing the right thing because we are all trying to come back together. Yeah, the word of God says no, no, nobody who, who, who has ever chose God that uh, is going to regret that decision. You cannot find anything wrong within following God. Yeah, whenever we are able to do what we are supposed to do, it brings a great joy. I think along the same theme is uh, you couldn't tell what child belonged to who. Right. People yes. were just scooping kids up and so just kind of beauty, like one big village and, yes. uh, mm -hmm. that, uh, and everyone's supporting everyone just and it, it seemed very, very natural. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so I, I was just observing that stuff and it was great.
nuno isso isso é tudo que tukabona ukuntu muri abazungu natwe turabirabura mukadukunda abazungu ni ifaranga inzu ni bayishura aho icaka biri bakaduha ibyo ifu ikarite yo guha tugahaha byinshi tukarunda mu nzu tukarya abantu bose bakarya nabatambuka tukabaheza twarishimye cyane imana yo mwijuru Jesus izobafashe zabaho mugisha cyane cyane twarishimye rwose rwose kuko twaje turi abantu ba bimpunzi hariho hamwe twashitse kurukuruzi uruzi nshaka gutwarwa baramfata baramfata basore babiri baramfata barangarura uruzi rugiye kutujana rumaze kujana abandi umunane 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 abantu umunane bari bamaze gutwarwa aho uko nguko mbona ko imana intabaye kandi irandengera Imana shimwe kuko yamfashije uwo munsi ndakira turaza abajenesi abo ngabo batwawe bose bari babarashamaguru ariko baratwarwa ni inani aho twa aho twanyuraga umunani bena hamwehema yema bakayifunga bakarambika hejuru Imana yes uh, she was uh, trying to say that uh, she was overwhelmed with joy because uh, she didn't know that uh, she didn't know that uh, white people and black people are capable of loving each other to the fullest and when she oh, came yes. here uh, she experienced uh, the joy and the love from people who don't not look like her and that uh, that uh, it just it just made her happy because uh, she saw that we are all one in Christ she said she was saying thank Jesus thank Jesus I think you had her when she said Jesus she said thank Jesus for for, for, for you guys and for your love and for how uh, you guys welcomed oh, us in this country and uh, she was talking about how uh, when she came here she was a refugee she was uh, didn't have that many things and things like that but uh, this country helped them and uh, even this house uh, they pay rent for them and food and things like that so she she just appreciates the love that God has put within you guys to to love everyone uh, and uh, to love everyone equally as one in Christ. So she was thanking you guys and thanking God and for, for everything. <laughs> no, it's just, I think one of the, like one of the impressions I got uh, that was particularly powerful on Sunday was just like, I started to see the lines between churches blur. It's kind of how I kind of felt. I don't know if you guys got the same sense. Where at like it, it, at a certain point in the day, I like especially like you saw it first with the kids, which we talked about in the beginning. Like the kids just started blending right off the get go, and then we all started to kind of just come together, kind of thing in a way. Um, it was still awkward. It was still uh, like clunky at times, but like I, I, I just love 
every opportunity we're going to have in the future to spend time with them and, and other churches. Cause I think like, that's really the power in right. the community that we're trying to create right now right. is, is this sense that there isn't 50 churches in Miamisburg, but that there's one church right. and that it's Christ church. And that we're just different parts of the body and having these types of acts chapter four encounters and stuff like that. I think it's just going to be something that's really cool. Um, again, I'm rambling. My, my main sentiment was around the coming to them and learning how to worship with them. Um, because I, for one, feel like, feel like I don't know how to worship when I see them come up and it's just like instantaneous. There's no barrier. There's no sense of like anxiety or anything for them. Like they are just like ready (laughs) at any point, drop of the hat in any situation, they can just go. Uh, pretty much. I just want to encourage other young people out there that there's we're we're so many we are involved with so many things that uh do not define what gods stand for so i just want to encourage them and uh to pretty much pick up their cross and follow christ because he's the only way he's the only truth uh he's going to bring so many things to your life so just follow him he's the only truth (laughs) to me um it's always about the children (laughs) so I got to step by this sweet little boy who was just so happy to be there. And um, just those little little handouts that Autumn did and uh, got to color. And he said all the words out loud, right? As he would color each one, he would say them out loud. And that's what it's always about for me. It's been the children, not about all these things we've done. They were, they were good, they were, they were fun, but it's always been about the kids and they all just enjoyed themselves so much. And um, Phoebe and Lydia and the girls at the table, they were so happy. And um, that's what's just, that's what it's all about for kids to really just learn about God. That's the most important. There are other things that are very important too, certainly, but that's the most important is that that little boy sat down and had what he said was the best meal and got to use um, these crayons who he, these crayons that he just couldn't believe because they were these little Crayola crayons. Like I've seen other kids be excited when they got the Crayola crayons. And um, that's what it's always about is the kids. Yeah, muri make nuko byarandushimishije kuba twari twateranye nabo tukagubwa neza nyine dusingiza Imana. Yeah, she was very happy for that because uh, it's what it's supposed to look like. Right. Um it was just a, such a beautiful morning, beautiful day. Um the entire rest of the day it was I just couldn't stop thinking about that morning. And to see everybody, um, you know, there may be a language barrier, so to speak, but there was no barrier in that room. I mean, when when the word hallelujah was spoken, you know, everybody knew what that was. And everybody, I mean, it was just the the spirit was just alive. Twese twazahurira mu bwami bwo mu ijuru Imana ntizitoranya ngo umwe bwe murabera 
natwe turabirabura twese imana izatujana mu bwami bwo mu ijuru kandi mukadukunda tudase so basically she was saying um, mm. god did not choose uh, if you're white or if you're black uh, if you just have the love uh, of god within you then we will all meet together in the kingdom of christ so she was saying uh, if you love people no matter who they look like that's that's the love of oh, god yeah. that level of intimacy and that's where i think we really join i have to believe that after that there were there were uh, working side by side um, that our worship experience will even be greater right um, is is kind of what was running around in my background but there in the back of my head uh, i think it will it will it will it will caution their their beliefs because uh if 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 they saw what i saw then there's no way they cannot think that 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 is the truth because people are together people are sharing people are loving one another which is something that we don't do in today's world so i feel like uh if someone who was not a believer walked in uh our meeting last sunday i feel like they could feel the presence of the lord within the house and that uh it will help them to to pretty much come closer to god day after day Yeah, we are in Easter time. That's when used Jesus so that uh, we were able to come close together again. Uh, uh, he was a sinless person but God uh, put uh, all our sins upon him so that we could be saved. Uh, when he was on the cross uh, he was uh, he, he basically he wanted to give up on uh, on what he has because it was uh, very hard it was tough it was tough to be here. but because of he was God's plan to use Jesus to bring us closer to him Jesus humbled himself and he said uh, it's not my plan whatever you want father let it be Yeah, it brings a, a great joy to see how Jesus was able to humble himself and to go through all that he went through just so that we can be close to God. Yeah, Yeah, okay. So basically we have church today because of uh, 
the death of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus Jesus used humbleness all his life even his birthplace it was a and then he died he went through all that just because and he said he's not leaving us alone he's going yeah, he's going up there to prepare a place for us and that uh, he left the holy spirit for us to guide us in our daily lives yeah even though sometimes we do some things that are do not please God but Jesus has said uh, give us an opportunity to go back to God so that uh, we can repent our sins yeah we are still on a uh, forgiveness we are still living through forgiveness that God showed yeah. us. He don't do great things for us just because we are perfect. But it's because of his love and his powers. Yeah, even though we may not be always strong on the faith, uh, we always stay gonna go back to the church. So when we meet with others uh, who do not look like us, but we have the same faith in God. Yeah, uh, he showed her the picture of uh, what heaven is gonna look like. Uh, it's gonna be pretty much all international people they sign you guys showed us to welcome us and to share food and the word of god yeah so basically it's the picture of how it's going to look like in heaven the lord says forget the former things do not dwell on the past see i am doing a new thing and just as we celebrated palm sunday uh, last week singing hosanna hosanna in the highest the crowds did the same as jesus entered uh, the city of jerusalem however just days later Jesus would be betrayed, he would be arrested, he would be falsely accused, he'd be put on trial, beaten, mocked, whipped, spit on, humiliated, and the crowds would once again shout. But this time, instead of shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest, they would be shouting, crucify him, crucify him. They would hang him on a cross, killing him, placing him in a tomb, and just at that moment, all hope seemed lost. But then we read God's word, Matthew 28. It says, After the Sabbath at dawn, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for the angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were as white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him, they shook, and they became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen, just as he said. 
Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He is risen from the dead and he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid and filled, yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, collapsed at his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Jesus is alive. He is no longer in the grave. Just as he said, he has been resurrected. Jesus is alive. Our King, our Savior, our Redeemer is no longer in the grave. Jesus is alive. And as we've been going through it all, we have just been seeing the foreshadowing of Jesus all throughout Scripture, all throughout God's Word. There is just this uh, pointing towards Him. In fact, we see uh, all throughout God's Word this this picture of the substitute sufferer, a sacrifice that was made for us, uh, just weaved all throughout God's story. Remember back with me, uh, as God tells Abraham to go up to the mountain and to sacrifice his son Isaac. Remember on the mountain? And so Abraham uh, takes Isaac up on the mountain, and God was just wanting to see if Abraham would trust God. And so Abraham takes his son Isaac up onto the mountain, and just before he sacrifices Isaac, God says, Do not touch the boy. And he provides a sacrificial, a uh, substitute sufferer, a ram caught in the thicket right there. Uh, in Isaac's place. And so we get to see the foreshadowing of Jesus. We've been going through Exodus in these last couple weeks, and we uh, just looked back at the Passover. Remember, God uh, is delivering his people from the bondage, their slavery, uh, from the bondage that they've been in in Egypt. And he says, I am going to deliver you, and this is what you are to do. You are to sacrifice a spotless lamb and to share that meal in your home. Remember, he's been showing us how important the table is, and especially uh, those in our home. It has to start in our home. And he tells them right here, share a meal in your home and then take the blood of the spotless Lamb and put it over the door frame. He says, For the Lord will pass through the land and strike down the Egyptians. But when he sees the blood on the top and the sides of your door frame, the Lord will pass over your home. He will not permit his death angel to enter your house and strike you down. And today, as we just looked at the Passover, we remember and we read from God's word what he has done for us. We get to see that exact same picture as we read Isaiah 53. It says, who believes what we've heard and seen? Who would have thought God's saving power would look like this? The servant grew up before God, a scrawny seedling, a scrubby plant in a parched field. There was nothing attractive about him, nothing to cause us to take a second look. He was looked down on and passed over, a man who suffered, who knew pain firsthand. One looked at him, one look at him, and people turned away. We looked down on him, thought he was scum. But the fact is, it was our pains he carried, our disfigurements, all the things wrong with us. We thought he brought it on himself, that God was punishing him for his own failures, but it was our sins that did that to him, that ripped and tore and crushed him, our sins. He took the punishment, and that made us whole. Through his bruises, we get healed. 
We're all like sheep who've wandered off and gotten lost. We've all done our own thing, gone our own way. And God has piled all our sins, everything we've done wrong on him, on him. He was beaten. He was tortured, but he didn't say a word. Like a lamb taken to be slaughtered, like a sheep being sheared, he took it all in silence. Justice miscarried, and he was let off, and did anyone really know what was happening? He died without a thought for his own welfare, beaten bloody for the sins of my people. They buried him with the wicked, threw him in a grave of a rich man, even though he had never hurt a soul or said one word that wasn't true. Still, it's what God had in mind all along, to crush him with pain. The plan that he gave himself as an offering for sin so that he'd see life come from it. Life, life, and more life. And God's plan will deeply prosper through him. Out of the terrible travail of soul, he'll see it's worth it and be glad he did it. Through what he experienced, my righteous one, my servant, will make many righteous ones. As he himself carries the burden of their sins, therefore I'll reward him extravagantly, the best of everything, the highest honors, because he looked death in the face and didn't flinch, because he embraced the company of the lowest. He took on his shoulders the sin of many, and he took up the cause of all the black sheep. God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son, Jesus, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus took on our sin. He became our sacrifice, just as we have seen the picture all throughout scripture, God providing, God made a way, God provided a way to have a relationship. God gave the substitute Suffer his one and only son, Jesus, and he made a way to be in right relationship with him. And just as Paul, the author of Romans, says, he says, and this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. And so today, you might find yourself listening to this and you're wondering, how could anyone forgive me? How could anyone love me? Maybe you're asking today, how could anyone ever love me after everything that I have done wrong, let alone a holy God? How could he ever love a filthy person like me? Maybe you're listening today and you're, and you're thinking, I am just so broken and the relationships around me, I have just ruined one relationship after another and especially with God, there is no way. The relationships in my life are, are such a mess and they are shattered into a million pieces. There is no way that those pieces could ever be brought back together and to make something beautiful. Maybe you're listening today and you're just seeing a dead end and you're thinking there is no way this thing that I'm staring at, this dead end, there's no way out. How could it ever be possible? I want to personally introduce you to Jesus today. He is a healer. He is redeemer. He is savior. And he takes broken pieces and he puts them back together. That is who he is. And he has made a way. When there is no way, he made a way. He offered, God, God offered his one and only son, Jesus Christ, that if we believe in him, we can have everlasting life. We can spend an eternity with him. He says, do not dwell on the past. 
Forget the former things. Get that out of your head. Stop looking at, at what was and look at who I am. He says, see, I am doing a new thing and he wants to do a brand new thing in you. He wants to do a brand new thing in your heart. He wants you to see how much you are loved by him. He wants you to see what he has given for you. He gave everything. He gave up his one and only son to get you back. He paid the ultimate price. He loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you and he wants to live in your heart. And so no matter who you are, what you've done, how far you think you are, you get that opportunity right now. Would you pray with me? Almighty God, Father, I pray right now for the person who has never said yes to you. God, right now, may they hear your voice speaking to them. May they hear the truth about who you are, what you've done for them, and how much you love them. God, I pray right now, the truth of your word would enter their heart. God, that it would just be receptive to what you are speaking to them right now that no matter how far they think they are from you, you are close. That no matter how much they feel like they have messed up, God, you have forgiven all of that because of what your son Jesus did on the cross. The same way that you said, put the blood over the door frame and the way that you passed over not seeing what was on the inside of the house, but seeing the blood that was on the outside. God, it's the exact same picture we see with Jesus, that he shed his blood for us, that if we believe in him, and if we invite him into our hearts to be Lord and Savior, you don't look at what's on the inside anymore. You look at the blood that covers us. And we have been covered in the blood. Father, may the person who has never said yes to you accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior right now for the very first time. God, thank you for making a way, for giving up everything to get us back. Your creation. We thank you so very much. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. And so today we celebrate that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is not in that tomb anymore. Death could not hold him. He is alive. We look back on what Jesus did for us on the cross. We celebrate in that today. We look around, especially I hope that you're in a house church, like I said, we look around the table at family and friends and loved ones who we're around, and we look eyeball to eyeball and see that person and say, Christ died for that person. But it's not just friends and family, it's for everyone. God loved the world so much. God came not just for uh, one person, but he came for the entire world. He came for the nations. And so it's that person that you're passing, uh, walking down the sidewalk. Christ died for that person. It's that person that cuts you off in traffic. 
that you just have this anger towards Christ died for that person. It's that, that political figure on uh, the media outlet that you are watching that the entire world just cannot stand right now. Christ died for that person. We look up to remember that, that Jesus isn't in the grave, that he ascended back into heaven, and that he is preparing a place for us that we will spend an eternity with him if we believe. And then we look forward to Jesus coming back, our Lord and Savior coming back for us. He is coming back for us to take us to our permanent home where we will spend an eternity with him forever. Forget the former things. He says, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Church family, happy Resurrection Sunday. I love you. Praise the Lord.